BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We are the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue, alongside of me are the world-famous Pot Brothers-in-Law and Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned into the greatest cannabis show in the world. That's the galaxy. It's actually now my city. In your city? Is it your city? In, in my city and my city and everything else. I got neighbors listening. I got folks at the you know grocery store going, hey man, I listened to you on the podcast. So in my opinion, my city, we're popping. It is the galaxy though. You're right though, Craig. I said the galaxy. Oh, whatever, Mark. Hey Joe, tell us what's going on <laughs> on the show. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast today. We have a guest. We have actually Christopher Cole, which I can't believe his name is Christopher, which spelled K-R-I-Z-T-O-F-E-R. But Christopher Cole is the man's name. He's a candidate for Florida State Senate District 19, who actually served five years in the Navy. So thank you very much for your service. We always appreciate that. And is a huge proponent for legalization of marijuana for the state of Florida. District 19 represents about a half a million people in the state. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Thank you. Well, before we jump into everything uh, about you and what you got going for the state of Florida, I want to ask you all something, and I want your opinion as well, Chris. You know, amid the coronavirus, does the government have the obligation to help all legal businesses, including now cannabis, Las Vegas strip clubs or, you know, like if you're where Craig gets his hair done in Las Vegas, barbershops, brothels, the whole nine. I mean, they are legal under the state and federal laws. So why shouldn't they be getting money? Let's start with you, big brother, from the Pop Brothers at Law, Mr. Craig Wasserman. What is your thought on that? Well, it, it, it's different for cannabis as it is for the brothels and the strip clubs. Because the brothels and the strip clubs right now are not getting that type of aid that I'm that I'm aware of through the protection payment program and the disaster loans, and those are legal if you do it properly. Those are legal at the state and federal level. 
Now, cannabis, on the other hand, is legal at the state level, at some state levels, but not at any federal level. So for federal funded loans, they're completely out in the dark. Now, there has been stuff floated around Congress, I'm understanding, that they're going to try to include legal state cannabis companies in the next round of COVID uh, uh, bills. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I think that any lawful lawful business should be eligible for government aid during these times of crisis. If the the brothels, the strip clubs are shut down completely, they're, they're employees. They're like anybody else have a hard job working legit legal why shouldn't they be why shouldn't the government funds be available to them as any other business agreed so i say it should be available especially also i mean it's such it's such hypocrisy that that in all the states that have cannabis legal or recreate legal or medical or adult use it's all been deemed essential it's all been deemed essential that means it stays and they're all paying more taxes and higher taxes than every other type of company, which is even more crazy. I'm just saying they're paying well, more. Well, that's, that's a different crazier. issue. We can get right, right, right. So, so I, I, I think they should be eligible. Mark, little brother, what are your thoughts on this? I have to agree. Uh, it, it's ridiculous that a legal business can get shunned uh, this way, you know. And when you you bring up Vegas and brothels and strippers, and I mean. A lot of these people who work doing this stuff, they have families, they have kids, a lot of single, uh, you know, mothers are out there as strippers, and they're getting denied uh, getting financial protection from the government just because of this type of work. It is. It's, it's hypocrisy at its finest. And although I'm not surprised the way the federal government has been treating uh, everything. So, you know, I just think that they should stop discriminating against people who, you know, they, these jobs fulfill certain needs that a lot of people have and they're out of work and they should be treated just the same as, you know, I, I, I personally think that legal prostitution is essential. <laughs> I would like the thought. I mean, it works great for Amsterdam and, you know, I That's actually ironically topic. was, that's it is. And I, was, I was literally talking to my neighbor about move this. On, day, move on. Blue, Blue I want to get your thoughts before we get to Michael. What do you think, Blue? Well, listen, he, here's the deal, guys. Um, I think that one, if one shall get it, they all shall. And, and you know, they shouldn't because what's happened is companies like Harvard and Snack Shack are these huge companies that are on the stock market and, and you know, multi-million, billion-dollar companies are, are getting approved for these loans. And what happened is, is that the money was dispersed to the wrong folks. And it's they, they, they've already collected all the money. And, and if you've seen, you've seen Trump, he's, he's issuing that money back or asking him to issue the money back or they're going to well, be penalized. He said he said it never went out from what I heard on his news. Because he didn't sign the check. That's why he needed to sign it or something like that. Ridiculous. (laughs) Go ahead. No. So so the the money that's going out there is been misappropriated from the beginning. And so now they're starting to try and figure it all out. And there's small companies out there that need it. So they should, in my opinion, they should have done it in like some kind of a zones, meaning that if your company made under a million dollars, then you could approve for this one. If your company made over uh, um, five million dollars, then you should approve for this one and if you're at 50 million dollars you need to approve for this one and they should have sectioned it and because right now it's just a free-for-all and there's no kind of uh, method to the madness 
I love the fact that you're giving some solution strategies, Blue. That's very cool and creative. And I don't know if it'll work or not, but it definitely had me going down a thought going, hmm, maybe that's a good idea. Somebody that may have some more creative answers for this is a guy who's running for state uh, Senate in Florida, District 19, Mr. Christopher Cole. What are your thoughts on this? Should the government be obligated to help all these legal businesses, including cannabis? Uh, For instance, I'm giving examples like the Las Vegas strip clubs and brothels, things like that. Chris, your opinion on it? Uh, If they're paying taxes, they should have the privileges of taxes coming back to them. So yeah, we're in a crisis right now. So yes, I believe that they should be getting tax money back. Absolutely. And why is it, or do you have any insight of why they're not, or what the the loophole is on why they're saying they're not going to give these people money and these type of companies? It's it's politics. Some people don't like those kind of companies. So it, it all boils down to politics. People wanting to exclude them personally because of personal beliefs. They get into a position of power. And if they don't believe in it, they push that agenda and they, and they stick with it. Love to hear that. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of politics, it's just a cold situation. Oh, they can take their money, but not help them like every other type of businesses out there. And they're probably taking even more money mm-hmm. from these type of companies and getting more hands greased. But when we come back, we're going to actually talk to Christopher Cole, who's running. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate District 19. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Well, it's great to have Christopher Cole, a candidate for Florida State Senate District 19, with us today. Now, you served five years in the Navy. Once again, thank you for your service. That's a huge, huge deal. I mean, none of us did that, and we all take our hats out to people who do that. And you're a huge proponent, excuse me, proponent on the legalization of marijuana for the state of Florida. It's District 19. It's over about almost a half a million people in your district. Now, before I ask you what made you and makes you want to run for Senate, I want to really know. My first question to you off the top is, why in the hell did your parents spell your name this way? And how much of a problem was it for you growing up? Because Christopher (laughs) Cole, it's K-R-I-Z-T-O-F-E-R. Explain that name to me first off. Uh, I haven't got a straight answer for it yet. So, uh, but yeah, it it was a challenge growing up. Um, I always (laughs) had to correct people, you know, teachers and whatnot. So, yeah, it is. They were definitely stoners. My mom, my mom is yes, uh, very, very good. Oh, is your mom a stoner? Are, are, they, are your parents smokers? She's yeah. definitely going to be watching this. Absolutely, proudly. So, is it fair to say mom might have been, you know, a little high when she spelled your name? Going, I think you might have been. She might like have this. been. <laughs> no, she was. She was just being creative, you know. And I think people people often do that. They want to be make them different, and and that's why he's probably such an intelligent young man. Okay, well, enough about his name. I, I got some wait, questions what, no, about wait, cannabis. Hold on, you guys. Wait, I want to talk but about I, cannabis. But wait, wait, Mark, hold on. So so what I think is historic, though, is we can have a, a gentleman on uh, a national show and admit that he's for cannabis running for office yep. and even further admit that his parents or his mom did. <laughs> I mean, but in the past, that'd be like, oh, my God. Right. You know, you couldn't even talk about it. I mean, the, the, the fact that we're able to get out there and keep breaking the stigma of people who use cannabis is just, it's just awesome. And I had to give kudos for that. Well, one step further then, if we're going down that road, Christopher, do you use cannabis? I, I have used cannabis. Since I've been back in Florida, I haven't used cannabis, but a few months ago, yeah. It's da- it's dangerous to, if not under the right. So let's get into, let's get into that. I mean, you know. From what I understand, you had uh, 2017, the Senate Bill 8A that was signed into law for medical marijuana, but you had to have 12 qualifying conditions. And I mean, and it money. seems pretty, yeah, and pretty money. ridiculous. $275 and every seven months. So, yeah. And, and that only what? That only gets uh, two and a half ounces every 35 days. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It's something like that. I don't know the exact amount. All I know is you have to go and that's what it is every seven months. Yeah. Oh, Mark looked it up. You better believe that's what it is. When it comes down to how much weed you have, Mark's on it. Yeah. I'm sure he knows. Because I've traveled to Florida. I've traveled to Florida many times, and it is rated like the seventh harshest uh, Mm -hmm. state to get busted for marijuana Mm -hmm. because under those uh, Florida statutes, 775.082, 775.083, 20 grams. Up to 20 grams a misdemeanor, over 20 grams a felony. You're kidding me. And you could go to jail. For 20 grams? Over 20 no, grams. No, 21 no, Mark, Mark, grams. Did, did, 21 did they grams. Not recently changed. I think it was after I was there a year or so ago that they actually, because before you couldn't smoke it. It was legal, but they had, you couldn't, you couldn't smoke it, but they changed that recently. Yes, uh, the DeSantis signed Senate Bill 182, which uh, repealed the ban that they had 
on smoking. Even though they allowed medical marijuana patients to purchase and use, they couldn't smoke it in the beginning, but now they can. So, you know, you know, Christopher, what, what is your plan to change all this ass backwards stuff they got going on for people to uh, use cannabis, both both medicinally, we think it's all medicinal, but also adult use because adult use out there is completely non-existent, right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's not non-existent. Uh, as I walk through neighborhoods, <laughs> I, smell, I smell cannabis. So I, I'm selling packs out your trunk. <laughs> I, I definitely smell it. People are definitely using it here. They're just doing it illegally. So, so what's your plan? Well, I, I created a pack, and that pack is going to be working with different politicians to get it passed. Um, we have charities, advocate groups that are working to get it passed. But honestly, the only thing that's going to get it through is working with politicians. So that's, that's what I'm going to be doing, working with different politicians that are somewhat susceptible to it and talking to them and educating them and working with them on the laws with people like you guys and farms in California so we can make the law so it's it's done right the first time and doesn't have the same holes and mistakes like California did when it rolled out. Yeah, yeah. This is. Yeah, yeah. You listen to us. We'll, we've drafted actually several ordinances for different cities out here in California, and mm-hmm. it's very practical. Um, I, I think in like right now, California is having a heck of a time with black market. And I think the politicians, instead of standing behind cannabis as a – as a, well, miracle drug or whatever you want to call it, but it's not going to kill you. It doesn't kill you like opiates, doesn't kill you like alcohol. Uh, it, it only helps people. We have, you're a vet. I represent Weed for Warriors Project. I'm very close with the vets. I'm them getting their medicine and being able to get access to their medicine, being a vet and going through the VA. And it's just mm-hmm. time that, that that has to happen. And unfortunately, it needs to be looked at in that view as opposed to, I think all the other po- – a lot of politicians jumped on board because of the tax money, because what it was going to raise. And the problem is it, just tax it like any other product, and you're going to make a ton of money. But when you, start it, putting, when you start putting excise taxes on it, what I call a sin tax, and then you have the cities putting in taxes, and then you have development agreements that hit people for taxes, and all the taxes, believe it or not, are based out here – this is what you don't want to do – are based on the gross profit. Imagine being mm-hmm. taxed on the gross, gross profit along with the 280E. Are you familiar with the 280E? The 280E, mm-hmm. if everybody out there doesn't know what that is, it's a document you file with the IRS. That's, that's not correct, big brother. It's a tax code. It's not a document. It's the 280E yeah. tax code. That Don't says, you ever correct your big brother. I'm, I'm just, I, got it. I, I was corrected by our good friend, Matt Cuman when I did that once. So. Oh, thanks. Well, you couldn't have corrected me before. It's the 280. You couldn't have corrected code. me, but you've heard me say that before. You wait, right, till, what is the two? You wait till we're on air. Wait till we're national. Okay, explain it. No, you explain, explain the 280. No, you explain it. All right. So the 280E tax code says that you cannot take normal write-offs that other businesses take. Like you pay a secretary 30 grand a year, that's a write-off for any normal business, not for a cannabis business. So your bottom line is massively affected by tax code 280E. So there. So that has to change. <laughs> but, I, but I think bringing along a, a legislative um, uh, 
amendment to even we, we amended our constitution here in California, but to bring any bill forward, it has to be reasonable and and, and not so onerous. And, and the regulations you have to put up security in a cannabis dispensary store that equals getting into NASA. <laughs> yeah. No, really. Fort people Knox. have to spend for for a six hundred square foot delivery service office. They may have to spend twenty grand on just the security alone, which is just it, to me, it's overblown. But my point is, it has to be a reasonable approach, and I think it'll bring in a lot more money in tax revenue than what we're seeing here in California. We're talking to Christopher Cole. He's a candidate for Florida State Senate District 19 before Craig can get off his high horse and he gets so fired up once he gets asked, well, what do you think? And of course, Craig and Mark, they have a ton of ideas of what you can do to help legalize cannabis over there. But what makes you want to run for the Senate office? I mean, you talked about the PAC, which I believe it's called the Coalition for a More Competitive Florida. What else is it about it, Christopher, that makes you want to do this for the state? Well, there's a lot of issues here that aren't getting fixed besides just legalizing marijuana. Uh, criminal justice reform is, is horrible out here. Um, there's, it's just not happening. We're, 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 we're constantly, every bill that we put up is constantly getting blocked because the Democrats don't run the House. They don't run, they don't run the uh, Senate. So it's difficult for them to get things passed. And the Republicans aren't stepping up to the plate and even listening to the issues. They're insisting that they know everything and not listening to those constituents. So I'm coming forward as a Republican candidate to address those issues and to try to work as many Republicans and try to educate as many Republicans as I can so that we can actually get these bills passed that should have been passed a long time ago. These how are how, how hard I'm sorry to interrupt, but just really quick, how, how hard are you finding it to get these other Republican uh, political leaders to feel your way about cannabis? Um, so I work with a few of them with the pack. Uh, every week I call two politicians, uh, whether they are senators or house reps. Uh, when I bring up marijuana, especially to a Republican, uh, most of the time they're just arguing about uh, THC limits. They think that we're, we're engineering it. So the THC levels are so high that it's like LSD and, Jesus. and, and that's, that's the argument that they give me. And I just have to teach them, you know, that's, that's not the case. That stuff can be regulated just as well, you know? So, so the Republican party is a little bit harder to talk to, but I've, I've gotten through to a, to a few of them already. So if you look at my PAC website, anyone that I endorse on there uh, is aware that we are in support of legalizing marijuana. So there will be, they'll have a hand in it. Now, are you looking at full, mm -hmm. full adult legalization? Mm -hmm. Full recreational. Absolutely. Is that what you're looking at? Full adult yep. legalization. We like to call it adult use. Adult use. It's recreational. Mm -hmm. It's like, and like I always preach, whether, whether you have a medical card or not, you're, you're medicating when you use cannabis one way or the other, whether it's to, like a yeah. drink. You don't get a prescription to have a couple drinks to relax. You don't need a prescription mm -hmm. to get it, you know, to have cannabis to relax. It's still medicating. And I, I'll, I'll call well, it recreational when they start calling it recreational alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And alcohol, we, we can all agree that it's much worse, but Republicans don't. You know, that's, that's something that is hard to get my uh, political group on board with, uh, that it's not. It's not as bad as alcohol. So, well, I, I, what I, I hate to be cynical. No, you don't. I mean, I hope you can get in there 
and start changing <laughs> some minds at the at being on be, being a uh, a peer with the other uh, politicians that you're going to join if you should win, and hopefully you do and change their minds. But we had actually a good friend of the show, um, Dana Rohrbacher, uh, very you know conservative libertarian, and he was all for states' rights. And he even had the ear of the president for a while before he got voted out here in California. And it, I mean, with a guy who's been what thirty years in Congress, he was, and yeah. or I think the House and. He couldn't change minds. What are you going to do? What are you going to try to do different? Just bring facts? Well, for one, I, I don't have lobbyists. I'm not dealing with a bunch of lobbyists. And that's something I'll never, I'll never get into that. You know, I, I, I anticipate on completing the task that I, that I have in front of me. All the issues that I have listed, I plan on actually completing them. Um, I'm not trying to get in anyone's pocket. I'm not trying to be a career politician. So when I get there... I'll be working full time. That's another thing too. In the state of Florida, these guys that are our house reps and these guys that are our senators, they're lawyers. You know, they have practices, they're teachers, they have jobs. I do government contracting. I'm stopping my contracting firm to do this full time, 365 days a year. So what kind of business do you have? Big what kind of business? You. Good for you. It's a, a contracting firm. I do contracting. What, what kind government. of contracts? I do technology. Black black ops. Uh, some of it. <laughs> you might. He's a Navy guy. You never know. I mean, he was a Navy guy for five years. That could be the case. I like that you're prying, though, Craig. Let's uh, let's find out, Christopher. What kind of contracts uh, I, I, do you have with the government? Are you like on some special? Well, you can't talk about it. Some list? of them. Some of them are <laughs> just changing light bulbs. Let's be honest. But some of them are uh, handling classified material and converting. So, you know, Chris, Chris, let me ask you, I mean, dealing with, I mean, I, I don't know your age group. I'm guessing you're somewhere in the mid thirties, you know, uh, you know, and, and you could 27. Are you 27? Yep. Oh, okay. So you're early bird. Okay. So you're 27. You, you look about 27 to 30, 30, but you speak so well. I thought you're a little older. Um, let me, let me ask you this being your age group and coming into this, you know, do you find it difficult because of the, because of your age group? Because there's generally a lot of old, elder, older people that are running for Senate. Uh, that's that's true. I think I will be the youngest senator. Um, but I think I bring a lot of energy that they don't bring to it. And and I think they know they know it's time that the youth is going to start, you know, filling these seats. So I, I think they're going to come around to it. And I, like I said, I work with them all the time now, even before I'm already even before I'm elected. I'm, I'm still working with them now. When did you decide? to do this? When did you decide I'm going to get into politics? Was there, was there one particular thing that kind of happened? Was it a buildup? When did you decide you're going to make this run for Senate and what made you decide that? It, it was a slow buildup. Uh, infrastructure around Tampa really just started to, started to get at me slowly, just started to get at me. Uh, the roads and stuff, uh, just the lack of just the traffic in Riverview, uh, that stuff just started to eat at me. And I'm just thinking, and, and they're blocking turn signal lanes. They're like, they got these old traffic lights that are just red. Nobody's moving. And it's just, right. that stuff starts to eat at me. Right. Don't move to LA. So. <laughs> well, Christopher, let me ask you this before we go to break real quick. Um, some 2020 election dates and procedures have all changed, of course, because of the coronavirus. When are they looking to have the voting schedule for you guys out there? It should be November 3rd still. Uh, on June 8th for the primary. So 
And do they, is it all going to be mail? Don't know yet. Mail-in ballots? Uh, they still don't I can't know say that for certain yet. Still don't know. What's the uh, vibe that you're getting from everybody? How is the presence being felt? And what is the neighborhood and the district? How does it feel for you? Uh, it feels pretty good out, out here in Tampa. Um, you know, everyone's wearing their masks, doing their corona, um, you know, social distancing. Um, I don't I haven't really seen any of the other politicians doing anything. I think it's it's very just it would be uh, very disrespectful at this point to go door to door, you know, door knocking. Um, so pretty much everyone's campaigns are shut down for the meantime. So it's, it's really hard to actually talk to people. So it, it's, it's, that's going to affect the campaign. So, Well, you could do a lot of Facebook Lives. You could do it IG Lives. You could do Zoom meetings. I mean, there are the social aspects of getting out there uh, from social media. Have you thought about doing it that way? And I do. Uh, that's why I have this set up uh, with these mics and stuff. Uh, I, I do some of this stuff. But really, I, I've been taking this time to work with the pack, And the pack is calling you know, current house reps calling current senators, getting them on board with the legalization of marijuana, teaching them about criminal justice reform. So that, that's what I've been taking this time to do hey. and calling Tom Brady and calling the Buccaneers and, you know, there trying you to go. get those endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. Funny is, so th- those are big are, things too. So now, now are you the new wave of, you know, I mean, cause I, I I'm a political scientist and, and I hate mm-hmm. labels. Right. But Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, you know, you sound like a, a, a very, you know, liberal Republican. Is, is that, is that a thing? The, the word for it, or 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 the or the new or or, or how about this? That? How about this? Just the, a- the rational person is how it should be, really, because that because you yeah. sound more like the rational person than some of the Republicans that I, I see on TV. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that I'm a. Uh, a practical Republican, that is a good way to put it. Um, I'm, I'm an independent. I'm really independent. I'm a, I'm a free thinker. I, I like to think about everything and not stick the party line unless it's something that I can get behind. So the Republican Party has its downfalls, but most of it is, um, you know, I can, I can get behind. That's why I'm with the Republican Party. So. What, what, one real quick question: Who are are you running against? Uh, oh, an incumbent who's been there forever. I, ha- I well, he's been there for three years, but the Democrats have had the seat for like twelve years around here. So Daryl Rousson is, is who I'm running against. It'll be interesting to find out what happens right there. We're talking to Christopher Cole, candidate for Florida State Senate District 19. Well, we'll come back. We're gonna do the high five with them right after this break. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. 
Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Cannabis Talk 101, we are here with Christopher Cole. He's a candidate for the Florida State Senate District 19. Pop Brothers at Law, the world famous Mr. Christopher Wright, a.k.a. Blue, is in the building. And you guys, it is now time, Christopher, for the high five. And once again, you have to be honest, we do this with all our guests. And I'm sure it probably was not tonight that you were smoking weed as you're running for Senate in District 19 in Florida, but you can go back and pick certain dates. Question number one, how old are you, Christopher Cole, the first time you smoked weed and where'd you get it from? I was 27, so it was actually this year. I, uh, I grew my own weed in California. Well, how did that happen? Well, exp- explain a little more. Well, why did you grow it in California? Do you have a place out here? Are you East Coast, West Coast? How has that happened? So it was in San Diego. I had a house out there. Um, I looked into it. I, you know, my mom is a big proponent, of course, and I looked into it. And when I found out that I could legally grow my own plants, I dropped about three grand on some beautiful tents and I grew some beautiful plants. Blue shaking his head. Is that a good price right there, Blue, for a little a little three grand pop up? Blue's grown many plants. and so He's got many growth. Question number two. It, what is your favorite uh, what is your favorite way to use cannabis? Uh, I do it with the grape cigarello. That's the only way that I know how to do it. And we had the a little one hitter. Like I said, I'm not as experienced as you guys, so I only I only did what I knew and what I've seen before. But you know, from the times that I did smoke it when I was out there, it was my stuff, and I just kind of mimicked you know what I could find. So, question number three: craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis. So I only smoked in the backyard of my house. Uh, I haven't, I haven't actually, you know what? I, I, I remember I bought a limo for $2,500 and I had it parked down the street, like way down the street. And I smoked in that. So that's, that's one thing that I did when I was there. <laughs> and it was just parked right there. You just had it sitting there parked. Yeah. I bought it for $2,500. We were, we were at an event and I seen it and I bought it and I just, I had to smoke in it. So I had a friend over and we smoked in the back of it before I sold it. So, well, there you go. All right. This is the cannabis talk one one high five. We are here with Christopher Cole candidate for Florida state Senate district 19 with question number four. What is your go-to munchie? when you get high or when you have gotten high. So there was a 7-Eleven 
uh, within walking distance of my house. So I went there and I, I pretty much, I raided the uh, the hot food section mm-hmm. and got some uh, taquitos and buffalo rollers. That's that's pretty much. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, last question. If you, ha- if you could get high with one person, dead or alive, who would it be besides us? Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Ooh, now why Elon Musk? I mean, he's a great man, of course, but why Elon Musk? Uh, I mean, he's a genius for one, but I, I really look up to him. Um, he, he's one of my heroes. I, I seen him do it on the Joe Rogan show, so and, and he got he got a lot of flack for that. So I, you know, now that I know he smokes, I would definitely smoke with him if I had to choose one. Yeah, isn't that crazy? You can you can have a couple drinks on TV or anything, but that's okay. Uh, Christopher, I want to talk yeah. a little bit about your mother, as you pointed out a couple times now that she's, you know, all about the weed. How did you find out your mom smoked weed? How did that all come to, to be? I'd say I was probably like 25 when I actually found out she did it. So it, it, it was kind of recent. I always had suspicions, but she didn't really come out and tell me that she was a daily smoker nice. until I was like 25 years old. What were some of those suspicions? Well, hold on. What were some of the suspicions? Just, just, just. Like, was she like, hey, hey, Larry, I mean, Christopher, what's your, I mean, how, what, what were like the reasons why you thought it? A little bit of demeanor. Joe, yeah. Joe his name is spelled K and Z. I know, but like your brother, he always <laughs> calls me blue and my name is Joe. So, you know what I mean? Go figure. I'm just saying it happens. Chris, Chris, let me ask you this, man. Um, have you ever gotten up? Did you smoke with your mom? I, I haven't smoked with her, but I'm thinking about getting a medical marijuana license here. And smoking with her on Mother's Day. She's coming down in a couple That's of weeks. That's awesome. Be worth every minute of it. Every awesome. minute of doing yes. that. Absolutely. We smoke with our parents, 81 and 85. Yeah. Or hey, dad just turned eight. Dad just turned 86. 86. And uh, it's it's actually a wonderful thing with my, me, my son, uh, my brother, my parents. It's actually a, a family that gets high together stays together I, I, i'm just wondering though too when you guys are all smoking like that is it a joint are you guys passing dabs are you guys what, how are you smoking weed together like that when it's the family well prior to like you know february this year we passed the joint and your mom would just sit there and grab the joint from you huh yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> i grew up smoking with my with my dad too um you know in fact you know we literally would go to work in the morning together we'd smoke a joint on the way to work and at lunch at break i mean and then on the way home and then when we got home (laughs) (laughs) as it should be well christopher cole you're a candidate for the florida state senate district 19 is there anything else that you want to tell the audience out there that what you will do as a senate as a senator for the district so yeah i i definitely i'm looking to uh, legalize marijuana and do huge changes for criminal justice reform. So those two things and everything else that I put on my site, I I wouldn't have it on there unless I completely anticipated being able to do it within the four years. So the people that are here that that are voting for me can rest assured that I will be working 365 days a year for them, unlike other politicians around here. Awesome. One last thing before we get out of here. Um, You know, the way this interview happened, I'd like to say is, we received an email, Pop Brothers at Law, from Christopher, I think it was today or yesterday, asking if the Pop Brothers at Law would endorse him for his uh, run uh, for mm-hmm. state senate and uh, immediately got back to him, wanted to get you on here and interview you and talk to you. And uh, I believe uh, I can speak for me and my brother and say that we'd be happy to endorse you. Right, Big Brother? Absolutely. I think we have a new breed of politician 
who yes. who is you know like I, I I might be a Democrat, but I'm more in the middle. I mean, I'm more independent, but I might lean a little bit one way. And it's it's conviction, and you have that conviction, and I think it's awesome. And I hope you go on to win and do some great things there in Florida. So when we come visit, we don't have to hide in the corner. <laughs> or pay $275. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what was it about the Pop Brothers at Law that drew you and wanted to uh, reach out to us to to ask for that endorsement? I, I've watched your guys' videos. I've, I've watched you guys' live streams as you guys were starting to increase popularity. And I, I've been following you guys for a long time now. And when when me and my campaign manager decided that we need to publicly come out for cannabis, because, um, you know, it's it's a scary thing to do, especially as a Republican, to come out in, in support of cannabis. So it was, a, it was a big jump for us. So and, and I just real I just remember seeing you guys and I realized I should probably talk to them. You know, I should probably ask them you know, for endorsement and for help, because I would love your guys' help writing this bill. And I'm sure my pack would love to have you guys helping us write this bill. So that, that's what really made me reach out to you guys. Yeah, we, we'd be happy to get involved. And Joe, I, do, I really appreciate that. Do you know what a pack is, Joe? A uh, hundred pounds. It is a political action committee. And Christopher, if you can maybe tell our audience where people can find it online and maybe they can donate. Give us some information. So the PAC's website is uh, ccfpac.org. That's Charlie Charlie Foxtrot PAC.org. Uh, and that's that's where you can go to donate. You can read people's stories about uh, the criminal justice reform, people that have been locked up under old laws that shouldn't be around. You can read about what we're doing to further cannabis, yeah. which we haven't posted anything on there yet. We're slowly getting those things on there. Because I need to make sure that I have a basis of law of how we want to propose this to Florida before I start Perfect. publishing stuff and then going back on my word. So we're, we're, we're just in the, in the starting stages right. of getting a plan together to legalize this. So, so and, and that you guys are the experts, in my opinion. You guys, have, you guys see what's wrong with the system there. And, and I want to come out of the gate in Florida with a great system that works for both Florida, the constituents, the prison system, I want it to work for everyone. I don't want people that don't. Well, Blue could help you with the prison system a lot too. But <laughs> yeah, a lot know, uh, in the end, you know, it, I think it's that age demographic <laughs> that is is giving you the realization of what's happening in today's you know modern day, and 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 they're starting to realize on on the side of the senate senators out there and the government that they need people like yourself. So I I, I think you're going to do a, a terrific job, and and I think it's uh, it's back, man. I was going to say, feel free to reach out to us, and if you need help in writing any kind of policy, we would certainly be more than uh, more than willing to help you create something that's palatable to the constituents and makes sense. Uh, Christopher, let's get your website and your mom's name again in the clear because you were cutting out, brother. So the campaign website is voteforcoal.com. Okay. The PAC website is ccfpac.org. And hi to my mom that's going to be watching this because she follows you guys as well. And she thinks that your guys' videos are hilarious. So what's mom's name? Stephanie. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to appreciate you for coming on the show, Chris. Remember this, guys. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.